some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Okay, so here this week on Saturday night, the 21st, it was the 45th anniversary of the release of Queen's The Night at the Opera. We inducted it into the Drive Rock of Fame. We played the whole album that night. Today is the 29th anniversary of the death of Freddie Mercury due to complications from AIDS. And at the same time, Queen's quintessential greatest hits album has shot to a position in the top 10 of Billboard 200 for the first time since its release nearly 40 years ago. So reported just a couple of days ago, it reached number eight on the chart, ranking the 200 most popular albums. Now this is in the United States. Now that's for the week ending this week. And it's quite a surge from the Queen compilations position at number 36 last week. Since its first release in 1981, it spent a total of 413 weeks on the chart, previously peaked at number 11 in 1992. So what accounted for this? Well, according to a music industry magazine, it was a massive sale on vinyl that Walmart pushed and pushed this one into the top 10. Better late than never, and it doesn't matter how it happened. Well-deserved for Queen here on the anniversary of the loss of Freddie Mercury. Ozzy Osbourne sat down with his co-host Billy Morrison to chat on his Boneyard podcast and revealed that he's been using some of his corona... Well, I'll just let him explain how he's been using his coronavirus downtime. Let's hope and pray that, that this thing dissipates and it goes... I can't wait to start living again. <laughs> what I've managed to do pretty well so far is keep out the fridge. But let me tell the listeners what you were doing when I walked in the house today. So let me paint the scene. I come in the house and they say, oh, Ozzy's in the garden. So I go out there and he's, <laughs> he's in the garden with the biggest f***ing gun I've ever seen. But it's not a proper, it's a, it's a, 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 a air pellet gun. Target practice. Yeah, tar and, and there's targets all over the garden. And he's just sitting there shooting this f***ing massive gun so clearly you're keeping occupied <laughs> well i've got one of these minds that go i'm bored let's buy some dough <laughs> let's shoot shit. you said the other day you shot like thousands of rounds at the thing well i mean it's like it's, it's anything to get my mind off this pandemic by the way as a guy who shot pellet guns in the past there's pellets there's bbs uh, they're all small, and every pellet gun I've ever seen, really tiny. I can't imagine what the world's biggest gun that also happens to be a pellet gun would look like, but it would make sense that if there is one, Ozzy's got it, and he's plinking stuff out in his backyard. He did say, by the way, the only good thing about the pandemic is he couldn't work anyway because of his injuries, and he's hoping that he'll be booking 2022, which I don't know if Sharon has mentioned it to him, but she's already booked him concerts for 2022, so hopefully he's well enough to do those. And finally, due to popular demand, Metallica's live and acoustic from HQ, Helping Hands Concert and Auction, benefiting the band's All Within My Hands Foundation, has extended. The live show has ended, of course. The auction is closed, but there's a little more time to catch it on demand. Ticket packages available for purchase until Tuesday, December 1st. Metallica has thanked everybody who supported the cause by watching, apparently, their first ever pay-per-view live-streamed event, which happened on the 14th, has already raised over $1.3 million. Now, in another interview, Lars Ulrich was talking about what the band's up to now. He says, well, we're three or four weeks into some pretty serious writing, and he said that it's been not only just writing for the new album, but it's also been a catharsis for them. He said, quote, and all of the shit, pandemics, fires, politics, 
race problems. And just looking at the state of the world, it's so easy to fall into a depressive state. But writing always makes me feel enthusiastic about what's next. It's like, well, there's an opportunity here to still make the best record, to still make a difference, to still do something that not even turns other people on, but turns me on. So apparently they're right down into it, not just messing around. Look forward to a new album from Metallica ASAP. That is the Classic Rock Files.